The Sportscaster and Her Son is brought to you by Foot First Podiatry. Painful bunions, then it's time to get your bunion fixed with Foot First Podiatry's exclusive Sklar Bunionectomy. No scars, no casts, no crutches, no kidding. For more information about the Sklar Bunionectomy, visit footfirst.com. And by Electroflex, a global leader in electrical conduit for over 60 years, makers of Liquitite Flexible Conduit, electrically connecting our world. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Sportscaster and Her Son, where sports bridges the gap between the generations. I'm your co-host, Peggy Kaczynski, 12-time Emmy Award-winning sportscaster at NBC Chicago for 17 years. I'm the baby boomer. I'm Jason Commander. I am the other co-host. I am a sophomore at the University of Texas. I'm involved with Texas Student Television. I'm a contributing writer for Southside Facts. And I'm Generation Z. Hey, great news. We have fan merch available at our T Public store. Yes, go online, check it out. T shirts, hats, mugs, laptop stickers, and more. Everything from our famous phrase, we don't always get along, to a list of Chicago Bears quarterbacks that I've covered in my nearly three decades of covering the team. It's a lot of fun, and you can have yours by going to tpublic.com slash store slash sportscaster and her son. Nothing fancy in this episode. This is one of what we call our mini episodes, Answer Me This. We pick a question, we ask you and others to answer it. In this episode, the question stems from our last show that we did with Justin Fields high school coach, Matt Dickman. Jason, it got me thinking who my favorite coach was growing up. So that's what we're going to ask. Who was your favorite coach growing up? How about you start? (laughs) I think I know what you want my answer to be. Oh, Um, It's not going to be me. I was your seventh and eighth grade basketball coach. Assistant basketball coach. Yeah. Um, oh, oh man! <laughs> still my favorite coach though. Still, well, part of why I really enjoyed you being my assistant coach was it was nice having somebody at home to always talk about the upcoming games with. Um, it was nice, like uh, one thing that was kind of not so good about growing up playing youth sports was I didn't always have a parent at the game. Most of the times I did, but since you and Dad were so busy, sometimes I didn't. So you being my assistant coach literally guaranteed that you'd be at every game. So I actually really enjoyed that. And lastly, I kind of needed to have an actual parent there on the court because <laughs> if I have a hard time keeping my mouth shut now, back when I was in sixth and seventh grade, I had an even more difficult time. So it was really nice. And I'm really thankful that I had you there because I certainly uh, did not trust myself at the time to not do anything totally stupid with how competitive I was. And I wasn't very good, so that kind of frustrated me a little bit. And sometimes that would turn into saying really bad things just in a fit of competitive nature or in a fit of rage. So having an actual parent there to temper my anger and temper my emotions was the exact thing that I needed. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you admitted to all of that. Oh my gosh. You know what's crazy about coaches, Jason, is that there's such an extension. It's like teachers, but there's something about coaches because you're you're typically doing something you love and there's such an extension of what your parents, you know, are or should be or 
It's like having that aunt or uncle or that that extra adult that can have an influence on your kid when you're not around. Um, I mean, coaches, there's a soft spot in so many people's hearts for their coaches. Was there anyone else in, in growing up, any other coach that you had that you, like, will never forget? Well, I hope none of them are listening to the show because, honestly, not really. Oh! I, didn't, I didn't exactly play sports long enough to where there was somebody that made a lasting impact, nor did I really have any singular coach for long enough. Um, so you might be disappointed, but to be honest with you, the the adults that have made more of a profound impact on my life are teachers from high school, um, partially because I didn't really like get it together until high school. Like, I don't know. I My view on life changed a lot in high school, and I think I grew much more appreciation for people trying to help me and people trying to mentor me. Um, so as a result, I'd never really attempted to have very deep bonds with any of my coaches just because I was in middle school. By the time I uh, that like type of impact on me were my teachers. So, I, I mean, I have some very fond memories of growing up playing baseball and basketball, and I'm very thankful really had any singular coach for long enough to where I can – confidently say some of these days that they made a big impact on my life. So I had a lot of coaches. I started playing basketball and softball in sixth grade. Yes, 16-inch softball in Chicago. Uh, our grammar school team, Immaculate Conception, on the northwest side of the city, uh, I see Cowboys, had, uh, we had sixth grade softball. Um, we didn't get to play basketball and volleyball until seventh grade. So uh, I had uh, seventh and eighth grade basketball and volleyball coaches, and then, of course, I played in high school, um, and then it ended. So, so I'm going to just go through a couple of my coaches because I really, really loved a lot of my coaches. I just, I it was you know it was something that I loved doing, playing sports and and having someone actually teach you something where you got good at. Uh, it's just the best and going through winning and losing and laughing. And, you know, you, a lot of times you develop your sense of humor from your coaches, you know? So Mr. Carco was my sixth grade basketball coach, man. I loved him. He was this guy that was just so passionate and so fired up. He would go nuts in games. And, um, you know, this is sixth grade. But he really instilled a passion for the game of basketball. And and we loved Mr. Carco. Um, I have to find a picture. I do have a picture from, I think, sixth or seventh grade basketball. I'll have to find that. Uh, and then and then post that on our website, thesportscasterandersun.com. Um, Jason, I also have... Then uh, Coach John, my eighth grade basketball coach, who really taught us basketball. I mean, we went from just being a bunch of girls playing this game to really being very good on the northwest side of uh, Chicago. He taught us fundamentals. He kind of took us to that next level. And really, uh, gosh, I would say... Almost our entire starting five went on to start in high school as well uh, at Resurrection High School. And that's where I had uh, Rich Sloger and Andy Pankratz. They were my basketball coaches at Resurrection High School. Both of them played basketball, college basketball at DePaul. So they brought a very different mentality as male coaches um, 
you know, I had all these male coaches at this point really gave us this like tough mentality. We weren't playing girly basketball. Um, they really, really elevated our games to a different level. We practiced against guys. Um, we practiced against uh, girls from the inner city, Marshall High School. We became friends with some of them because uh, we would play against them and practice against them so that we didn't have such a different style of basketball. And we we became extremely competitive and very good. So um, those were my basketball coaches. And then Carolyn Vellis was my um, slogan then and now O'Connell. Um, she was my volleyball coach in high school. Man, I just loved her. She, her passion, her directness with me, her sense of humor, her energy. Um, I love her to death. Um, I hope she's listening. I know that she, um, she does listen to the show. So um, shout out to her and Jeanette Pankratz as well, who I played, I think, one year for uh, volleyball before I tore up my ankle and um, then stuck to basketball. So loved, loved, loved what my coaches did for me. Um, um, back in the day. And Jason, I'm kind of thinking, why don't we, why don't we reach out to some other people and ask about who their favorite coaches were when they were growing up as kids? Some of them names you may know, some you may not, some athletes or not, or former athletes now in the media. What do you think? I mean, what else do we do? I think at this point, people have figured out that's what we're going to say and I jump to with the uh, many episodes. All right, cool. Let's do it. All right, we kick it off with the pride of the South Side in Oak Lawn High School, the lefty out of Elmhurst College, and now the voice of the Tampa Bay Rays, Dave Wills. Thank you, Becky. Well, you know, trying to narrow down the coaches who meant so much to me in my current life, it's really hard to do. I mean, when you've lived the Forrest Gump kind of life to get to where I am right now, you have a lot of guys you have to thank. I mean, I go back to high school and I thank Mark Zerniak for instilling some of the competitiveness and the work ethic that I have. I think back to my high school baseball coach, Skip Borkowski, who uh, allowed me to be a soft toss and lefty even in high school. I go with, you know, the college at Charlie Gale at Elmhurst College, giving me a chance. Uh, and and the, the, the list goes on and on. But I think really there's two guys who stick out in my mind right now. Bob Moore was my sophomore baseball coach at high school. I, I'd given up on baseball really because my younger brother was quite honestly better than me and nobody wants to know to be an older brother of a younger brother who's better than you at anything yeah my brother bill was at that time a little better than me than baseball so i had given up on it for a while and then sophomore year must have been in gym class uh, my pe teacher bob moore saw that i was lefty gave me the shot and uh, taught me how to pitch taught me how to throw a pretty good curveball that got me to college and then charlie gale as i said was a a big uh, guy a proponent of what i uh, have become but his pitching coach at that particular time, Mike Young, who uh, coached in the Baltimore Orioles organization, again, instilled in me a few things to make me a better pitcher. And turned out he was a great contact for me later on in life because he was managing the Wausau Timber Rattlers. I think that was their name. And uh, I called him up to be a reference on my resume when I was coaching baseball at the University of Chicago. He said, no, get out of coaching, get back into broadcasting. And then he was the one who allowed me to get my foot in the door with the Kane County Cougars. So I got to thank Bob Moore and uh, also Mike Young for being uh, two great influences as to where I am right now as one of the voices of the Tampa Bay Rays. Hey, 
Hey, this is Tom Waddle, formerly of the Chicago Bears. And by formerly, I mean like a lifetime ago. Uh, my favorite coach growing up has to be my Boston College wide receivers coach, Barry Gallup. Barry wasn't just my receivers coach in Boston. He was also the recruiting coordinator for Boston College. And he's the reason why I went to Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. Um, as Dan Hampton liked to say, I was small, slow, and friendly um, as a football player. And that's not a great combination. Barry took a chance on me, uh, 5'11", 178 pounds, coming out of Cincinnati Moeller High School back in 19, what was it, uh, 85, uh, decided to give me a chance. Got to Boston College, and Barry not only taught me how to be a good, crafty, wide receiver, but he also taught me to be a good teammate, and he always stressed the importance of being a good student athlete, and most importantly, a good young man. So uh, without a question, uh, Barry Gallup, Boston College wide receiver coach and recruiting coordinator, my favorite coach of all time. Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't also mention the great Mike Ditka, who I was thrilled to play for. It was an honor to play for Mike. But if not for Barry Gallup and the lessons he taught me and the chance he gave me, there would have been no Mike Ditka experience. So Barry Gallup, number one in my book. Elise Meneker here with Marquee Sports Network and Big Ten Network. My favorite coach growing up, I had many as I played a lot of sports. Um, played for the Trevians growing up, Mark Melnati, Dave Snyder at Nutrier and also with the Trevians. But I have to say my longest coach and my favorite is my dad. So you may not know this about me, but I started playing tennis actually before I started playing softball. So I started tennis at three years old, softball at seven, and my dad for tennis would take me out on the public local courts and teach me how to play. There were a lot of tears involved, especially as at an early age, because tennis is a hard sport to learn. I still have trouble with it today. And, and still today, my dad and I, one of our favorite things to do is to go out and hit together. So for sure, um, he has been my coach, not just in tennis, but in softball, would call him after every game in college. And all the advice that he would give me still applies, not just to sports, but my life today. So I still use all of his advice to this day. So for sure, my favorite coach is my dad. Hello, this is Mark Grody with WSCR Sports Radio 670, The Score in Chicago. And I didn't even have to think about my favorite coach growing up for a second. The answer is, and it should be for everybody, is Ditka. It's Mike Ditka, head coach of the 80s Bears. There is no other. Now keep in mind, I'm like a kid. I'm 12 like junior high immature when the Bears won the Super Bowl. And Ditka, he was like half superhero, half cartoon character. I loved like the tension and anger that he simultaneously brought to the sideline. I don't think the dude ever smiled. I loved watching the, remember the Mike Ditka show on Channel 2 with Johnny Morris and Howard Sudbury? That was like must watch. Like it was real content. None of it felt and in any way, shape, or form. It was very real, and it was fun to watch. And then his, his interactions with the media, from my 12-year-old perspective, a lot of times were hilarious. Like, like when he called out a young Donnell Wolford, who was a good cornerback for the Bears, but in his rookie year, he had some problems. And I just remember Dick doing the whole, yeah, well, apparently Wolford, he can't, he can't cover anybody. Wolford out there. Wolford had to be like, what the hell, man? Why you got to call me out? Or when he uh, said, I don't know if this team is capable of winning another game. And then I do believe that year, 
at that point, the Bears did not win another game. Um, his interactions with opposing teams' fans, where he, he holds up the circle to the Vikings fan and says, you see this, pal? That, that's your IQ right there. Dicketh. I mean, he was great. He was everything you wanted. He did not hold back in any way, shape, or form. And then I'll finish with the, the best story of all time from my perspective was a caller to the Mike Ditka show on the radio. I think it was on the score. Yeah, it was on the score. That predated me by a lot. But Neil from Northlake, where Neil calls Ditka a crybaby, and Ditka says something to the effect of, of uh, well, I'll tell you what, Neil. You come on down to 432 North Washington, and Neil, I will whoop your ass. He said it with conviction. So my answer is, again, Mike Ditka. And I hope it's your answer, too. Oh, I love it. That really brings back memories, too, of our favorite coaches. I hope it also has brought you, our viewers and listeners, uh, as well, um, made you think about who your favorite coach was growing up. No predictions, no final thoughts. This is a quickie episode. Just a reminder to get some merch from the Sportscaster and her son podcast. If you subscribe and follow us, let us know that you did. Go to our website and tell us. We'll send you a token of our appreciation from the merch store to the first 10 followers and subscribers. Jason? Don't forget to go to our website, sportscasterandherson.com, or subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podbean, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. And one last note, yes, if you like us, go back, press the heart button, subscribe, listen to past episodes. They are all available. We have lots of really good episodes for you to listen to now that we are way into year two. And I have a little announcement. I have a new podcast on Podbean and the Barroom Network and on YouTube, Pass the Mic. It highlights women in sports. Go check us out, please. It's lots of fun. Thank you to all of our guests who took the time in uh, answering our question this week. Who was your favorite coach growing up? Please do us a favor. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram and where they work as well. Thanks to Adam Yaffe as always. Also to Aldo Gandia and the Butter Network. Until next time, so long. Bye, Jason. Have fun at school. Behave. Bye, Mom. Thank you. Anytime. All right. Bye. The Sportscaster and Her Son is brought to you by Electroflex, a global leader in electrical conduit for over 60 years, electrically connecting our world. And by Foot First Podiatry. It's time to get your bunion fixed with Foot First Podiatry's exclusive Sklar Bunionectomy. No visual scars, no casts, no crutches, no kidding. Visit footfirst.com.